Well, it is a joy to be here this week. 在这个礼拜和你们大家在一起，实在是一个喜乐。And for those, wait a second, let me work on this. I got it. For those that are here for the first time, 有些人你们今天是第一次来。This week, 这个礼拜参加第一堂。This is session number ten in a seminar. 这是我们这个讲座的第十堂了。So you're catching the very end of it. So you, you 赶上了最后一堂 And if you would like the notes for tonight's teaching, raise your hand up. We got a few extra ones. 若是你希望今天晚上的讲义的话，你可以举手，我们的招待可以给你。Just keep your hand up high. I have a, a, a 就是高高的举起你的手来，我们就会给你讲义。Keep them up high, and we will. Let me see. Am I? Yeah, ushers are here. 这边有一些手。Just keep them up there. We'll, we'll get it right to you in a minute. 好，马上就给你。I always give teaching notes. But I never cover all of them. I just cover part of it. 我只是嗯讲一部分而已。你们回家可以自己读。And I leave the rest for you to read on your own if that's interesting to you. 若是你觉得有趣的话，你们可以自己读。We've been talking on John 13 to 17, the five chapters that Jesus gave in the upper room at the Last Supper. 我们讲到约翰福音十三到十七章是耶稣在最后的晚餐马可楼上所给的教导。Keep your hand up high if you want any notes. I'm still kind of waiting for everyone to. 啊，有些人还没有拿到讲义，你可以把手高高举起来，我们的招待会服侍您。There's some of them excited over there. 好，这边也有。Let's pray. 我们一起祷告。Father, I thank you for this remarkable spiritual family. 父啊，我为着这个惊人的属灵家庭感谢你。And I thank you for the. Extraordinary revelation that your beloved son gave us in the upper room. 也为着你的亲爱的儿子在马可楼上给我们这些惊人的启示。These five chapters that are so essential to train the end time church. 这五章对于预备末世的教会是不可或缺的。We ask you to bless the speaking and the hearing of your word. 我感求你祝福今天我们讲传讲跟听神的话。In Jesus' name, Amen. 奉耶稣的名祷告，阿门。Well, I'm titling this session number ten. 我讲第十堂。It's page thirty-six in the larger notebook. 就是在三十六页是你们有整本讲义的话。I'm titling this the life that God calls great. 这个题目叫做神称为大的人生。I want to live a life that when I stand before God, He says, "You made great choices." 若是将来我在神面前的时候，我希望他称呼我说：“你在今生有了正确的选择。” Roman number one， 我们来看罗马第一大典。John thirteen to seventeen is the greatest teaching ever given by the greatest teacher in human history。约翰福音十三十七章是人类历史以来最伟大的老师所给的最伟大的教导。I want to say that again。我再说一次。I want you to really catch the importance of that statement。请你捕捉这句话的重要性。These five chapters。这五章，约翰十三到十七章 ，are commonly celebrated as the greatest teaching in human history。是大家都庆贺，这是人类历史上最伟大的教导。And they were given by the greatest teacher in human history。也是人类历史上最伟大的老师所传讲的。But before we get into a couple key points of these five chapters， 但是我们进入这五章一些的关键的重点。I'm going to start with a passage I've shared two or three times this last week. 我要分享一下我过去这几天我很多次的传讲。In Matthew chapter five verse nineteen, 就是马太第五章十九节。Jesus made a most remarkable statement. 耶稣做了一个最惊人的一个言论
He said that when we stand before God on the last day, that the Lord will say that some believers, their life choices were great. And He will say other believers, though they're saved, their life choices were least. That's a uh, encouraging yet troubling statement from the lips of Jesus. That when we stand before the Lord on the last day, we will all be equally loved and equally valuable to God. But we will all have a different and a varying spiritual capacity. We will have a different function. Different responsibilities. Different eternal rewards from the lips of Jesus. Paul made this point in 1 Corinthians 15. He said that as one star differs from another star in glory, so also will all the believers differ in glory in the resurrection. When you look up in the heavens, billions of stars, there is no star that's identical with the other one. There's many differences in each star. And though every believer again will be equally loved and valued by the Lord, it's, it's very clear that there will be a difference of glory operating in their life. Now this declaration of the Lord saying your lifestyle was great, your choices were great. This greatness is attained without any regard to how much you achieved in your circumstances. It's not about how great your business was or how big your ministry was. It's about how great your heart response was to the Lord throughout your life. Paragraph B. Again, I want to say that John 13 to 17 is the most significant teaching given by the greatest teacher in history. Now Jesus gave this teaching to them on Thursday, the day before he died. And he had just told them on Tuesday the teaching in Matthew chapter 24. Some of you are familiar with Matthew chapter 24. The Lord said he talked about all the pressures that would increase in the end time church. And he said that some of you will experience these pressures, the apostles he's talking to in their generation. And yet Jesus is now preparing them in John 13 to 17 to have victory even in the face of those pressures. Look at paragraph C. On Tuesday, two days earlier than he gave this teaching on Thursday, Jesus made one of the most important statements in history. 
He defined loving God as the first and the greatest commandment in the kingdom of God. 他定义了爱神是在神国度里面最重要、最首要的诫命。On Tuesday, he said this in Matthew chapter twenty-two. 他也是在马太二十二章说的。He said, "You shall love the Lord your God." 他说你要尽心爱你的神。Now all of Israel understood that commandment. That was a very familiar commandment. 对以色列来人讲，这是一个非常熟悉的诫命。But the new thing that Jesus said that he had never said before. 但是耶稣讲了一件新事，他从来没有说过。He identified loving God as the first priority to God's heart and God's kingdom. 他认出了爱神是神国最重要，而且神心里面最重要的。He identified loving God as the thing that makes a person's life great in His sight. 他也认出来说，我们爱神是在神眼中，我们的人生是伟大的。The Lord has maybe several callings on your life. 也许神在你的生命中有许多的呼召。Over the decades, sometimes His assignment for your life changes. 几十年，也许你的神给你的委任是会改变的。But I can assure you of one thing. 但是我确保你一件事。Loving God with all of your heart. 全心爱神。Is always the first priority of the Holy Spirit for your life. 是你的圣灵要告诉你，你今生最重要的事。It's always the first calling of your life. 就是你生命中第一个呼召。It's always the thing that you do that God says your life will be great if you embrace this. 也就是你所做的，你拥有这件事情的时候，神会称你伟大。This is the promise that we want to pray most about to love God with all of our heart. 就是全心爱神，是神给我们的应许中，我们最需要迫切祷告的。This is the most reliable definition of what greatness is. 这也就是我们最可靠对于伟大的定义。In terms of our secular culture, 就是跟这个属世的文化来比较。You're great if you have the fastest growing business. 就是好，比如说你的事业蒸蒸日上。Or if you win the awards in music or athletics. 或者你在音乐在体育界你得到奖赏。Or, or maybe in academics, you achieve great things that you're called great in the eyes of men. So, in 学术界，也许你也被人称为你很了了不起。But I want to tell you that when you stand before God, 但是有一天我们要站在神面前。That's not how He's going to define your life. 这他不是对你人生成功的定义。When I stand before the Lord on the last day, 当我最后一天我站在我的主面前。He's not going to talk to me about how big my ministry was. 他并不会跟我谈论我的事工有多伟大。He's going to talk to me about how big my heart response was to him. 他会跟我谈到我的心到底有多大，来回应他对我的呼召。Let's look at paragraph E. 我们来看 E 这段。Now we're jumping right in to John 13 to 17. 我们现在立刻进入约翰十三章到十七章。Now of course we just have one session tonight, so I'm just going to pick a few little thoughts out. 我们因为堂数很少，所以我只讲一部分。In John 14, he makes a very remarkable promise. 约翰十四章，他做了一个惊人的应许。In John 14, verse 14, 约翰十四章第十四节 ，He says this promise that is almost unbelievable. 这样的一个应许是让人无可相信的。He goes, anything you ask me that's in my will, I'll do it for you. 你照着我旨意，无论祈求什么，我就为你们成就。Like it's this remarkable open-ended promise. 这是一个不可思议的应许。The key is it must be in the will of God. 关键是你必须要照着神的旨意。But here's the thing I want you to notice. 但是我要你注意。After he gives this great promise, I will give you anything you want. 他说：“你若是我给你这个应许，我也可以给你任何一件事情你所求的。” The very next statement. 
但是下一个言论, he emphasizes the importance of loving God with the spirit of obedience. And then in the very next statement, 那再下一句话, he says, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit to help you. 他说, He's saying something very important in these three statements. He's saying, ask anything you want. He's saying this on Thursday night at the Last Supper before he dies on Friday. But he's saying, remember on Tuesday, I told you what would make your life great. Often we read these verses as disconnected from each other. But Jesus is building a very strong presentation. He's building it thought by thought. Now it takes the power of God to love God. It takes the greatest, uh, I mean, it, it takes the work of God in our heart for us to be able to love God. The greatest work of the Holy Spirit in any human life is revealing and imparting love for God in their hearts. So paragraph F. When, uh, on page 38. When Jesus said, ask anything in verse 14, I'm just repeating again what I said. He immediately focused them on asking to, for grace to love him with a spirit of obedience. Then about an hour later, in John 17, when he's praying to the Father, the very thing he prays is what he taught them in chapter 14. In John 17, 26, he says, Father, the love that you have for me, supernaturally imparted in them. This is almost incredible what he's praying. Think about how glorious and how big this prayer is. This is how Jesus ends John 13 to 17 with this prayer. Father, I know that you love me in a supernatural way. I want you to impart that very love into their weak hearts. So Jesus is praying in John 17, 26. What he was encouraging them to pray in John 14, verse 14, 15, and 16. 
in John 14 所以就是鼓励那门徒们要祷告约翰福音十四到十六节十四章十四到十六节我想你们建议你想向神求的最重要的一件事情就是求神给你恩典在对他的爱上成长成熟 now we often ask, Lord, help me with more money. That's a good prayer. We often pray, Lord, heal my body. That's a good prayer. We often pray, Lord, direct me and show me the right path. Anoint me with power and wisdom. Lord, Give me your favor and open doors of blessing on my life. Those are all biblical good prayers. But the ultimate, the highest prayer you can pray, when Jesus says, anything ask me, but he says, now pay attention, on Tuesday I told you what greatness was about. You want your life to be great, ask me regularly for grace to love God with all of your heart. And paragraph G, we're going back to Tuesday again. Two days before this upper room last supper sermon that he gave in John 13 to 17. And this is what he says in this is on Tuesday, Mark chapter eleven. He says this same statement. He says, Ask for anything, and if you believe it, you will receive it. So here in Mark eleven, verse twenty-four, this passage has been used by what is commonly called the Word of Faith movement. In the last fifty years, this is the verse that is quoted the most in the Word of Faith movement. Mark 11, verse 23 and 24. Mark 11, Ask anything you want and I will give it to you. That's what Jesus told them on Tuesday. Now on Thursday, when he says in chapter 14, verse 14, Ask anything, he repeats the same thing. But in verse 15, the very next verse, he says, Ask for the grace of God to love me with all of your heart. In John 14, verse 16, the very next verse, when they were saying, We're weak, we don't know how to do this. He's saying, this is why I gave you the Holy Spirit to help you in this more than anything. Now, a thousand years before Jesus' ministry, on, when he came and had his ministry, this is a thousand years B.C., King David, he had established his son Solomon to be king. And right after Solomon is established as king, the Lord appears to Solomon. 
就是好像是耶稣向所罗门显现就是说我要给你一个应许就像我在一千年之后给别人的应许一样就是说所罗门你向我求无论是什么就是说所罗门你向我求无论是什么就是说所罗门你向我求无论是什么就是说所罗门你
I mean, it's like a jackhammer pounding one after the other. 好像一刀一拳这样一直的锤下来。Nothing could be more clear what was important to him. 就是不能再清楚不过了，就是耶稣觉得什么对他是重要的。And yet, many in the body of Christ have completely missed this. 但是整个的基督的教会却错失了这一点。The Lord is raising up、uh, a, a revelation of the power of prayer in this hour of history in a new way. 神要用一个全新的方法，在这个世代兴起一个祷告的运动。The Lord is raising up prayer ministries all over the earth in a new way, unlike any time in history. 神要全心史无前例的在这个地方兴起各式各样的祷告施工。And He wants us to pray for great revival. 他要我们祷告大复兴。Great miracles. 大的神机。Signs and wonders. 神机奇事异能。Supernatural financing for the fund to fund the gospel. 超超自然的财富，而且还有那个福音。But more than anything, he wants the prayer movement to focus on this issue of grace to love God in a supernatural way. 但是更重要的，他要祷告运动，我们要专注在祷告，我们有恩典能够全新的爱神。But over the years, the body of Christ has lost sight of this very glorious reality and emphasis of Jesus. 但是教会在这几年失焦了，就是没有看见神对这个这个荣耀的一个应许跟他的所强调的事。Paragraph J， 我们来看接这段。Jesus defined loving God as being deeply rooted in a spirit of obedience. 耶稣他认为爱神是跟你深根与顺服的灵有关。Obedience doesn't earn His love, but we express our love for Jesus by obeying Him. 顺服并不是让我们能够赚取神的爱，而是借着我们的顺服，使我们有恩典，可以更多领受他的爱。Jesus calls us to love God on God's terms. 就是说，我们要用神的定义、神的方法来爱他。In the body of Christ today, 今天基督的教会 ，there's many definitions of what it means to love God and what it means to to receive grace. 就是有很多的定义，说什么叫做爱神，什么叫做领受恩典。And there's a number of false definitions of loving God that are emerging even in the Christian culture. 即使在基督教的文化，有很多对于爱神的的定义是假的。But we must love God on God's terms. 但是我们必须按按照神的方式来爱神。He is the most qualified man in history to define what love looks like. 因为神最有资格来定义什么叫做爱。And he said, "Love is rooted in a spirit of obedience." 他说，爱是生根于一个顺服的灵。I want to say it really clear. 我再清楚的讲。And you, many of you already know this and agree with it. 当然，有很多人已经。There is no such thing as loving God that is not connected to a desire to obey Him. 就是说，你没有一件事情，你说你爱神，你却没有一个渴望来顺服神。Some people think if they go to a worship service， 有些人说，哦，我去参加敬拜。And they feel good when they're worshiping。当他们敬拜时，他们感觉好棒。And they even cry a little bit in the service。他们也许还是流一点眼泪。I love God。哦，我好爱神。Then they go out of the the church service。然后他们离开那个那个聚会。And they do many other things that are contrary to the love of God。那他们就做很多的事情，其实是跟爱神相违背的。And they say, I love you, my Christ。In the worship service, he said, "But I love God. I was singing in the worship service. I even danced and shouted with everybody. And I 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 danced and shouted with everybody. Don't minimize this in the preaching of the gospel. Don't apologize for calling people to wholehearted obedience. Don't apologize for calling people to wholehearted obedience. 
Because it's in wholehearted obedience that our heart is liberated, and that's where we enjoy the pleasure of loving God. Now, when I say the spirit of obedience, that's a very important phrase. Because the spirit of obedience, what I mean by that, is a desire and a commitment, a commitment to obey. But in our commitment to obey, we often fall short. When we fall short, it doesn't mean we're hopeless hypocrites. When we fall short, we call sin, sin. We repent of it. And we jump right back in the relationship and commit to love him. Because many times our love is weak, but our love is still real and it's really genuine. So when I say loving God is rooted in a spirit of obedience, it's in a commitment to obey. Our attainment of obedience may not be where we what we want right now. But our obedience can be sincere even before it's mature. Sometimes our love is weak, but our love is still real, it's still genuine. Look at Roman numeral two. Page forty. In John fourteen, verse twenty-one. Jesus repeats the same thing he said in John fifteen at fourteen, verse fifteen. In verse fifteen. He said, love me and obey me. In verse 21, he said, love me and obey me, but he added two more promises. And in verse 23, he says it again, love me and obey me, but he adds two more promises. I'm not going to develop those four promises right now. I'm just going to look at one of them. Let's look at verse 21. Jesus said, He that has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. That is a remarkable statement. That is a statement that many people don't quite get a hold of. But we'll look at that in a minute. But I want to look at this phrase, He that keeps my commandments, it is He who loves me. Look at paragraph B. It is He who loves me. Could you imagine standing before the Lord on the last day? In the midst of His angels, in the company of many believers. And the Lord looks at you and said, He is one that loved me. Could you imagine Jesus saying this to you in a personal way? I believe He's going to say this to many people. He will say, This is one who really loved me. 
That statement is what makes our life great and what makes our life uh, uh, successful. 那这句话就是代表我们今生成功而且伟大。My ministry may never be known by other people. 我的事工也许并不会为人所知。My place in the marketplace may never be important to anybody. 我的职场的工作也许不见得是那么重要。But in the secret place of my heart, if I develop that heart of seeking to love Him, 但是我的心深处若是发展我一心想要寻求神。And if on the last day, 在那一天最后一天 ，He would say, "He is one who loved me." Here he is. That's one right there. 他就说那一位就在那里，他是爱我的。Could you imagine? How glorious and successful your life would be if he said that to you. 你可以想象吗？若是当耶稣对你说这些话，你今生是多么的成功跟荣耀吗 ？But I want to look at this unusual promise in verse 21. 但是我要你们看这个不寻常的应许。Again in chapter 14, verse 15. 十四章十五节 ，He says, "Love me and obey me." 他说，你爱我就顺服我。Verse twenty-one, he says, "Love me and obey me." Adds two promises. 那二十一节，他就说，爱我顺服我又加了两个应许。Verse twenty-three, he says, "Love me, obey me." Adds two more promises. 二十三节说，爱我顺服我又加了另外两个应许。I'm just repeating that again for those of you that are real eager. You go, "Oh, I want to see those four promises." 若是你很渴慕的话，我就是一直重复说，你自己去寻找那四个应许。Those four promises will help motivate us to continue and to grow in our love for Him. 那这四个应许会激励我们继续在这样的一个顺服的里面成长。But I don't have time in this one message to develop all four of those promises, but they're glorious. 因为今天今今天我没有讲那么多，但是它都非常荣耀。But I want to look at just one of them. 我就是看其中一个应许。Because it has a very special meaning. 因为它有很特别的意义。And、uh, it's in paragraph C. 我们来看 C 这段。Jesus said, "If you love me, my Father will love you." 若是你爱我的父也会爱你。That's an unusual statement. 这是不寻常的言论。That the Father will love me if I love Jesus. 若是天父会爱我，若是我爱耶稣。Now, this is easy to miss what he is saying. It's very important here. 这非常的重要，可是大部分人很容易就错失了。Matter of fact, in John thirteen to seventeen. 在约翰十三到十七章。Jesus gives that promise three times. 耶稣给了那个应许三次。Jesus is the only one who gave that promise in the Bible. If you love me, my Father will love you. Jesus is the only one who said, "If you love me, I will love you." And he only said it in John thirteen to seventeen, but he said it three times. He only said it in John thirteen to seventeen, but he said it three times. Paragraph D. Now, this idea of God loving me because I love Jesus. 就是天父会爱我，是因为我爱耶稣。That can be a confusing idea. 也许会让人觉得困惑。Because it appears to be a contradiction to a very important biblical foundational truth. 因为这跟我们好像非常重要的圣经的真理相抵触。Over and over, it's clear. 而且是非常的不清楚。We love God because He first loved us. 因为上面讲到说，我们爱神是因为神先爱我们。We didn't care about God at all. But he loved us. 但是他爱我们 And it stirred our love for him. 就激发我们来爱他 It's really clear in the Bible. 这个很清楚 He loves us first, and that awakens our love back to him. 他先爱我们，唤醒我们的灵来爱他 But Jesus says something different. 但是耶稣在这边说的不一样 Jesus, you're you're not saying it right. You're contradicting the Bible. 你可以说耶稣，你说的不对呀、啊，跟圣经不同啊。No, I'm saying something very special that's different 
than the the、uh, general love that God has for everyone. 耶稣说不的，我在这边是讲一个很特别，跟一神普遍的爱不一样。It's a very glorious promise, and I love this promise. 这是很荣耀的应许，我深爱这样的应许。That's why I like talking about it. 这是为什么我一再跟大家讲这个应许。In、paragraph E. 我们看一这段。Jesus spoke of two distinct expressions. Of God's love for people, 神讲耶稣讲到神对于人有两种不同的爱。Jesus said it himself. 耶稣自己说了。Number one, 第一点 ，God so loves the world, He gave His only begotten Son. 就是神爱世人，他将自己的独生子赐给我们。He loved everyone in the world before they ever thought about Him. 即使我们没有想到神，神就已经先爱了我们。So God loves everyone redemptively. In the sense that he values them, he cares for them, and he pursues them. 就是他看重你们，他真喜欢喜欢你们，而且追求你们。And when God loves unbelievers in the world, 神爱世上不信的人。And believers in the kingdom, 或者是神国度里面的信徒。In this general redemptive way, 这是一个一般性的救赎的爱。He loves us in fullness. 他是完满的爱我们。God can't love us with part of His heart. He only loves in fullness. 神不可能半心半意，他全心爱我们。But this is a love that He has for people before they've ever responded to Him. 这就是那些人还没有回应的时候，神已经爱了我们。But paragraph two, Jesus is saying something different than God so loved the world. 那第二点，神所说的不同于约翰三章十六节的神爱世人。Instead of the word love. 而而不是说讲到一个普遍的爱， enjoys, 他是用享受。What Jesus is saying， 耶稣在说什么 ？When you love me, my Father enjoys your life choices, and He enjoys His relationship with you in a special way。就是当你爱我的时候，父就享受你的在人生的决定，而且你跟他之间的关系是用一种特别的方法来享受你。I have written here， 我写在这里。In, in paragraph two。在第二点 ，What Jesus is saying， 耶稣所说的 ，The Father enjoys and esteems your life choices。神他很喜欢，而且看重你人生的选择。In a very important and special way， 这是一个很重要、很特别的方法。He doesn't say this to every believer。他不是对每一位信徒讲同样的话。But to those that mature in their love and obedience， he said， Jesus said， My Father will enjoy your life。And your choices in a special way. 就是说，当你在爱上成熟，你顺服他，他天父会看重你，而且欣赏你人生的抉择，还有你所做的事情。The apostles in the New Testament spoke of this principle, but they used different terminology. 那门徒他们有用过这样的一个原则，但是他们是用不同的话来说。Instead of saying the Father will love you if you love Jesus, 就是不是说哦，你若是爱耶稣，天父会爱你。Paul said the Father will be well pleased with you. He will enjoy the choices you're making. 那保罗是说，神会喜悦你，而且会欣赏、接受你的选择。Now for the Lord to say He's well pleased with you, that is a very special statement from God's mouth. 从神的嘴巴说出来说，他非常喜悦你，这是很特别的。You know, at Christian funerals, 你知道我们在基督徒的那个追思礼拜 ，there is one lie that is told over and over, but nobody minds. 那有一个谎言一再的重复，可是我们都不介意。I've heard the lie at hundreds of funerals in the last fifty years. 其实，在过去五十年，我参加所有追思礼拜，我常常听见这样的一个谎言。And we all we're okay with it. 那我们觉得还没有关系。The preacher says. 那个传道人就说。And now our brother, the Lord is saying, 
Good, well done, good and faithful servant. Oh, 就是我这一位弟兄，他是忠心又良善的仆人。Everyone goes, oh. 没人就说哦，是的。The Lord's saying to that man. 但是不见得神会对那个人说。That's, that's a very rare affirmation that God gives somebody. 因为这是神很少给少数人一个肯定。I know it's okay to say that at funerals about everyone who dies in the Lord. 每一个人在主里面过去的人，我们在这次礼拜，也许我们都可以这样子的说。But Paul said, "My highest ambition is that he would say that to me on the last day." 那保罗是说我最高的一个追求跟野心，就是在最后一天，神这样子对我说。And in Philippians three, he even said, "I have not attained that yet." But I'm going to keep reaching to God that He will say that to me at the end. 那保罗在菲利比第三章讲说，我还没有得着，我要竭力的追求努力，完全直到我得到。At the end of John the Apostle's life, 在使徒约翰他他晚年的时候 ，When he was about ninety years old, 差不多九十岁 ，He wrote the Gospel of John. 他写了约翰福音。And five times in the Gospel of John, he described himself. 约翰福音大概有五次他描述他自己。He never used his name. He never said, "I, John, did this." 他从来不用他自己的名字说，我约翰做了这件事。He always said, "The disciple who God loves did this." 他总是写说，神所爱的门徒做了这件事。I look at I go, John. That's pretty bold for you to say that. 我说，约翰，你太大胆了吧？你这样说，你是神所爱的门徒。Because John's not saying that in the general sense, God so loved the world. 他不是一般性的讲说，哦，神爱世人。He's saying that in the sense that he wrote here in John chapter 14 that the Father loves people who love Jesus with all their heart. 他这边讲的就是说是天父享受爱那些用全心爱耶稣的人。Meaning the Father has a special enjoyment of the partnership with him. 就是天父对这样全心爱耶稣的人有一个特别的一个同工的关系。Now we can see this principle in a natural family. 我们可以在我们的天然的家庭看见这样的一个原则。There, when there's a godly father who loves his children， 就是有一个敬虔的父亲，他爱他的孩子。He has one child that's rebellious， 就是一个孩子也许是悖逆的。One child that's just very obedient and attentive to his father。那一个孩子呢，就非常靠近天父的心，而呃，靠近爸爸的心，而且顺服爸爸。A good father loves them both equally。好的爸爸会爱这两个孩子一样。A good father values both of them equally。一个好的爸爸。A good father is pursuing both of them and pursuing their greatness and their success. 好的，爸爸会帮助他们成功，而且伟大。But the father would say, "This one rebellious one." 但是他会对这个悖逆的孩子说 ，Always resisting me. 就说他为什么总是拒绝我 ？Always arguing with me. 总是跟我辩论。I want him to partner in the family business. He pushes back all the time. 我想要你，我承接我的家庭事业，可是你总是把我推得远远的。I do love him. 我真的很爱他。There, I have grief in my heart at the way he pushes against my, me all the time. 但是我心中忧伤，因为他常常常拒绝我。And when I love him, I'm always loving him through patience. Through the necessity to be patient. 就是我每次爱他的时候，我真的要非常有耐心的来爱他。But this other son. 但是另外一个儿子。Every time I turn around, he's right there smiling. Dad, I want to be with you. 每次我转向他说，他就就对着我笑说，爸爸，我想要跟你在一起。Can I help you in the family business? 我可不可以帮助我们的家族事业 ？I'll do anything you want, and I want to do it with your values. 我就是要用你的价值，而且价值观，而且做你想要我做的事。And the father would say, I don't love you more than the other son. 天父说，我并不是爱你，好像超过那个孩子。It's so enjoyable relating with you and working with you. 但是我跟你在一起这么的享受。
That is what the Lord is saying here. Now look at page 42, paragraph F. This is one of my favorite promises in the Bible. But I don't want you to miss this promise. And I don't want you to minimize this promise to something very simple that's not a big thing. Because many people misunderstand this remarkable promise. Now Jesus is speaking in Revelation 3 to the church at Sardius. He says to the church of Sardis, he goes, I know your works. You have a name or you have a reputation that you're spiritually alive and vibrant. But actually you're spiritually dull and there's a lot of compromise. He goes, I know your name, your story goes around the other churches that you're on fire for the Lord. So when he says you have a name that you're alive, you have a reputation, they tell the story about how committed you are to me. He says, but they're actually telling the wrong story about you. I love you, but you're spiritually dull and you're spiritually bored and you're not vibrant in your spirit. Here's the promise in verse 5. He goes, but if you overcome this uh, lethargic spirit and this compromise, I will tell your story, I will tell your name before the Father. And I will tell it before the angels. Jesus is not saying, I will just mention your name on a roll call. He's not saying that when we're all before the Father, I'm going to say Bill, Sam, Tom, Linda, Susie, they're all saved. Next, and the next group comes. That's what he's not giving a rapid fire roll call attendance list. When he says, I will say your name before the Father, he's saying, I'm going to tell the story, the narrative of the way you loved me. He goes, like the church in Asia is telling the story, they're telling your name that you're alive, but you're not. He goes, if you overcome this, I will tell your story to the Father and the angels. Could you imagine Jesus telling a narrative of your life and your commitment to him before the Father? We regularly read this verse and we reduce it to the Lord mentions your name, you're saved, then he calls the next guy and mentions their name. It's much bigger than this. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said, 
If you will confess me, I will confess you. 就是你在人面前认我，我在天父面前也必认你。He doesn't mean if you give one sentence, I believe Jesus, I believe Jesus, I believe Jesus, that he'll say I believe you. 并不是说哦，我相信耶稣，然后他就说哦，我也相信你。He's saying much more than that. 他说很多关于你的事。Because you stand for my story, I will stand for your story. 若是你站住为我的名，我为我的故事而站立，我也会讲你的故事。And I will do it before the Father and all the angels. 而且是在天父和众天使面前来宣扬你的名声。This is remarkable. 这是不可思议的。Now the Father already knows your story. When Jesus tells the narrative of your commitment to Him, 当耶稣告诉天父有关于你是如何的向他委身 ，the Father isn't saying, "Oh, I overlooked that one. I didn't know about Him." 天父并不是说，哦，我都不知道，哦，原来他做了这些事情，不是。That's not what he's. That's not what's going on here. The Father already knows your story. 天父已经知道你的故事了，这个不是这边所说的。You know, in our ministry in Kansas City, in IHOP. We have a service for our our 600 staff members every week, just for the mostly for the staff members. We do it on Friday night. 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 We do it on Friday Twenty people line up between on each microphone. 就每个麦克风后面都排队二十个人 We limit. We say only twenty on each side. 我们就说哦，就是只有二十个人，不能再多了 And we call it love bomb. 我们叫做爱的炸弹 For thirty seconds, they get to pick one person and say, "Your commitment is amazing." 那这些人呢，就选设十个人中其中一个，就说哦，你的尾声哦，那么的惊人，那么棒。Then we go to this side. 然后他们就到另外一边。And the person who gets thirty seconds, so they pick that girl and say, "This is what I love about your compassion." 然后另外一边呢，就选另外一个人，就说哦，我喜欢你的热情。Then we go to the other side. 然后这边的人在讲。And always the people appear. We call it love bomb. They always there's tears coming down. 我们叫做那个爱的炸弹，说这些人被称赞的时候，他们的眼泪就掉下来。Everyone is cheering and clapping. 那每个人都在欢呼鼓掌。That's a little room of of six hundred people. We do that. 这只是六百人一个小小的一个地方。We have to cut it off in fifteen minutes because it would go five hours if we kept going. 而且十五分钟我们必须要呃就是截止了，不然我们会五个小时都讲不完。Everybody looks forward to the love bomb session when their team gets love bomb. 那每一个团队呢，都是等待这个时间来的时候被那个爱这样子击中了。Well, when Jesus tells your story before the fathers and the angels, 但是你知道有一天耶稣要在天父和众天使面前讲你的故事。It's not in a little room with six hundred people. 并不是只是一个小小的六百人的房间。It's in the royal court of the Majesty on high with all the angels. 是一个尊贵的天上的一个皇宫，而且是有所有的天使。Now Jesus will tell that believer how he. Jesus will tell that believer you did love me. 
那耶稣就会说这个信徒你爱我。But he says I want to say it in front of everyone especially my father with all the majesty of his court. 就是我要在天父面前在他的尊严的皇宫面前在众天使面前讲你多爱我。Now imagine if one of our of our departments 那你想想看我们其中一个部门 was called to the White House or to Buckingham Palace in London. 就是他们好像要被呼召到那个白宫或者是那英国的那个白金汉宫里面去。And all the royal court attended, and then we said, "You're amazing. You're compassionate." That would be a very different meeting. 那若是那些皇室的人都一个个称赞你有热情，你非常的棒的话，这也是很很不同的。Can you imagine Jesus confessing? Or telling the narrative of your commitment before the Father and the angels. 那你可以想象，若是今天你爱神，天，耶稣要在天父面前来讲你的故事。I don't think he goes on for hours and hours. 我并不是认为耶稣会这样几个小时几个小时的讲。I don't really know. 其实我不知道。But I think he says, "Father, this lady." 他说父啊，这个女士。Her name is Mary. 她的名字叫玛利亚。She loved me when nobody was paying attention to her. 当没有人注意她，但是她却是默默的爱我。She had many problems in her life, Father, but she would not give up loving me. 她其实生命中有很多的问题，可是她没有放弃来爱我。Her family was really difficult. 她的家庭有困难。Her husband mistreated her. 她的丈夫错待她。Her children did not respect her. 她的孩子不尊敬她。Her body got sick for a number of years. She didn't have enough money to to meet to to have all of her comfort. Father, let me tell you about Mary. Could you imagine the father saying, "Well pleasing, I enjoyed partnering with you for 10, 20, 30, in front of the father and the angels. 你可以想象吗？耶稣在天使跟天父的面前讲你的名字，告诉有关于你的故事。Let's go to Roman numeral three. 我们来看罗马第三大段。We're going to go to the last three verses of John chapter fourteen. 我们来看约翰十四章最后的三节。I'm only going to mention just a little, a few little points. This is fantastic passage. 这是一个了不得的经文，但我只讲几点。Jesus was telling the apostles, "I'm going to die tomorrow." Of course, they don't even understand what he's saying. And he says in verse 28, he goes, If you really loved me, you would understand that tomorrow I'm going to be in the glory of my Father forever. Yes, I know I'm going to have a lot of anguish tomorrow. And I know that you'll have sorrow for a season because I'm gone. But I want you to see death like I say death. I'm going to be in the glory of the Father forever. Jesus has a very different view of death than other people do. Now we're still sorrowful when a loved one dies, but we had, 
We still have hope different than unbelievers do. 当然，我们所爱的人过世的时候，我们会忧伤。但是我们跟不信的人，我们有不同的盼望。So he was wanting to adjust their perspective of death. 那耶稣想要教纠正门徒对于死亡看法。And then he wants to understand another point about his death in verse thirty. 在第三十节，耶稣要让他们看见有关于死亡的另外一点。He said, "The ruler of the world is coming." 就说这世界上的王要来，但是他在我里面毫无所有。Now he's talking about Satan. 他是讲的撒旦。And what he means is Satan is coming, and the person of Judas and the Roman army is coming to the upper room to arrest Jesus. 他就是说撒旦进入了犹大的心，而且罗马军兵要把他抓起来受死。He says they're coming in just a few moments. They're on their way. 他们很快就来了。Because Jesus told Judas, "You can go now," and they didn't know where Judas went. 耶稣说：“犹大，你可以离开了，但是他们不知道犹大去了哪里。”但是在事情发生之前，我要先告诉你一些事。Satan isn't winning any victory in my life, even though he's coming after me. 即使撒旦想要来捕获我，但是他在我生命中毫无得胜。He said he's coming in Judas and in the Roman uh, uh, soldiers to arrest me and kill me. 虽然借着撒犹大还有罗马军兵要来捕捉我，而且杀掉我。But I want you to know I'm offering my Life freely to the Lord. 但是我要让你知道，是我白白的舍了我的生命。Satan is not winning a victory over me, but it will look that way to you until you see me on Sunday when I raise from the dead. 撒旦以为他要得胜我，但是不是的。你要直到有一天看见星期天我复活，你就知道了。When he says Satan is coming and has nothing in me, they don't even know what he's talking about. 当耶稣说撒旦在我里面毫无所有的时候，门徒并不明白是什么意思。He's saying there's no victory. Satan gained nothing on me. I offered myself freely. 耶稣是说我自己白白舍了性命，不是撒旦，他在我里面毫无所有。Then in verse 31, he says the most remarkable thing. 三十一节他讲了最惊人的话。He says, "One day." He says, "One day." Now it's two thousand years later till his second coming. 就是两千年之后他第二次再来。But he goes, "The day is coming." 但是那一天会来。It won't be for a while. 也许要等一会儿。Everyone in the world and all of history will know something. 整个全世界的人都会知道一件事。I went to the cross because I loved my father. 就是我上十字架的原因是因为我爱我的父。Now for two thousand years, most of the people won't know that. 两两千多年呢，也许我们不知道为什么耶稣上十字架。But for billions of years, they will know that. 但是将来永永远远我们会知道。Every knee will bow. 万膝要跪拜。Every tongue will confess. 万口要承认。Every demon in hell will know. 而且地狱跟魔鬼都知道。Every unbeliever will know. 不信的人也知道。Every believer in heaven forever will know. 天上永永远远的信徒也知道。I went to the cross voluntarily because I love my Father. 我甘心乐意的上十字架，因为我爱我的父。And I love the Father will be stamped all over history for what He did. 我爱我的父，而且我会支持他所有所做的事。And then Paul, I'm going to have the worship team come up. 我们请敬拜团队上来。As I end here, 因为我要结束在这里。Paul then talks about this for just a few moments in First Corinthians 15. 我们来看林前十五章，保罗就讲这一段。He says, and then the end will come. He's talking about the end of the thousand-year millennial reign. 他是讲到千禧年国度的末期。He goes, and when the end of the millennium comes, 当千禧年国度结束的时候。I'm going to have the worship team go ahead and 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 get all ready. Yeah, yeah. So we can just begin to worship right when I'm started. Yeah.
He goes at the end of millennium at the, after a thousand years. 千禧年国度结束的时候。When all of the nations are brought under Jesus's leadership. And every sphere of society is obedient to him. 所有的列国都要臣服在耶稣的领导权，而且世界的各个的层面也都要降服于神的领导权。And Jesus will take all of his labor and all of his victory over all the earth. He will offer it to the Father. 那耶稣要把他所有的劳苦的果效都呈现给天父。He goes. I went to the cross to purchase men for my Father. That's why I went. 就是我上十字架是用我的宝血买赎一群人来献给我的父。就是说，天父要使我成为万王之王，这是天父给我的礼物。但是在那个一千年我的王权被彰显的时候，我要把这些所有的荣耀都归还给天父，因为我是为着他上十字架的。Says in verse twenty-eight. 保罗在二十八节说 ，When all things are made subject and obedient to Jesus across the whole millennial earth, 整个千年国度所有的万物都伏在耶稣的脚前。Then the Son will say, "Father, the whole kingdom is mine. I want it by my own labors." 就耶稣就是说，列国都是我的，我这是我劳苦的工价。Jesus will bow down and say, "I submit myself to you." And I give it all to you, Father. 那但是耶稣却会跪跪下说：“我将我自己降服于你，我将我自己所有的一切都再来奉献给你。” He said, "I only wanted it for you that you would be all in all." 因为我做这些事都是因为只为着你，因为你是万有之所有的。And all the elders watch that love that he has for the Father. 所有的人都会看见耶稣对天父的爱。We find in Revelation chapter four they throw their crowns down all the time before the Father. 我们就看见启示录第四章那些。众长老们，他们把他们的皇冠丢在脚前。这是我的重点。我们觉得顺服他是太值得了。当我们看见他的这样的一些的尊荣的时候，我们就要将我们的皇冠丢在他的脚前。就是全心爱神是值得的。The father enjoys the life of the person doing that. 天父他享受，而且他喜悦我们这样的爱他。The son tells the story, love bombs that person in the presence of the father. 就是儿子也会讲你对于天父爱的故事，而且用以爱来击中你的心。And then that person can throw all of the rewards back at the father. I did it for love, Abba. 然后我们就可以再把我们所有的奖赏来再还给天父，说：“天父，我是因为爱你而做的。” It says, and then the son will submit himself that his father would be all in all. 然后儿子也会降服于父，让父成为万有所有的。So I just end with this. 我今天结束在这里。The father, Jesus said, "I'll give you anything you ask." 父说：“神的儿子，你要什么我都给你。”That's in the will of God. 这是神的旨意。What is it that you want most? 那你最想要什么？ Riches, honor, and long life. 你要财富吗？你要尊荣吗？你要长寿吗？ I'll give you some of that. 当然，我也会给你们一些。But I prefer that you ask for the anointing to love me more than anything. 但我宁愿你向我要恩膏，让我你有恩典来爱我。
And I'll give you the helper that will show you and empower you to do this. 那我也会给你帮助者来指示你，而且增添你力量来爱我。And my Father will enjoy your choices, even though you'll stumble occasionally. 即使你有时候会跌倒，但是我的父会去享受你人生的选择。He will see your sincere heart, and he will help you to get back up and press in again. 他会看见你真诚的心，他会帮助你起来，再继续的往前。Well, Amen. Amen. Let's just stand before the Lord now. 我们现在站在主的面前。Let us just commit ourselves again to love Him. 让我们再次的委身说主，我们要来爱你。I want this to be my life story. 我希望这成为我人生的故事。This is what you want, or you wouldn't be here tonight. 我相信这也是你渴望的，要不然你不会在这里。Let's just worship for a few minutes, and then we'll have a time of ministry. 好，我们就敬拜一会儿，然后我们来服侍。
Lord, I want to re-establish loving you as the number one priority. I want to commit to make this the number one thing I ask for in my life. For grace to love you. For grace to walk in a spirit of obedience. For confidence to repent quickly. And return back to my fresh love. Father, I ask you, like a mighty rushing wind, move over this congregation. As for the fire of the Holy Spirit to touch lives right now. Lord, release your fire right now across this room. More, Lord. Let fire touch hearts right now, I ask. I ask for people that are stuck in an area of compromise. 
Lord, I ask you to release that in the name of Jesus even now. Like a mighty rushing wind blow over this congregation. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit rest on us while we worship. We're going to continue to worship. Continue to talk to the Lord to touch you.
Jesus, we thank you. You poured out everything for us. And we respond to you today. We pour out our lives to you. Yes, Lord, give us the grace to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
主，让我们每一天的生命气息存留，都为着你。So that we live every day for you. 因为你是如此的爱我们。Because of your love. 你的爱在我们的里面深深的一直的来激励我们。Your love has spurred us on. 谢谢你，耶稣。Thank you, Jesus. 一直的在等候着我们。That you've been waiting for us to respond. 我们愿意打开我们的心门。We open wide our hearts. 谢谢你应许，当我们打开我们的心门，你也打开你的心门。Thank you that you respond to the opening of our hearts by opening your hearts wider. 是的，耶稣。Yes, Lord. 愿我们住在你的里面。May we dwell in you. 你也住在我们的里面。May you dwell in us. 让我们成为一。So that we become one. 谢谢你。愿你借着你的仆人闭麦牧师这十堂课对我们的教导。Lord, through your servant Mike Bickle, thank you for this teaching. 让我们每一天养成一个与你对话的习惯和生活。So that we live a life of conversing with you. 使我们更多的来体会你的爱。So that we can know and taste your love. 使你在我们身上劳苦的功效能够得着。让你的心得着安慰。So that you receive the labor of your love. 谢谢你垂听我们的祷告。Thank you for hearing us. 这样祷告祈求是奉靠我主耶稣基督的圣名。It is by the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 好，我们的聚会停在这里。Thank you, family.